Welcome to Mystic Musings with Toby Hewitt. I'm Toby Hewitt, and I'm your guide through time and space and all points in between. Mystic Musings will give you insight into who you are, why you are here, how to live an authentic life, and where you fit into the universe around you. Join me on this path of mystical exploration. Welcome to episode 13 of Mystic Musings with Toby Hewitt. This week, we will discuss the concept of energy vampires and how to deal with them as we continue our mystic journey. I have been asked about energy vampires by various folks over the years, and this episode addresses those questions. As interdependent creatures, we enjoy a measure of balance in our interactions with each other. When we engage with others, we feel the ebb and flow of energies between us, and these serve to nurture our body, mind, and spirit. But sometimes we encounter situations or people whose very presence near us seems to sap us of physical, mental, and even spiritual energy. The environment or the person seems to be drawing off energy from our core, leaving us with the feeling of depletion and an intense desire to escape. There are people in this world who, for want of a better word, are energy vampires. Being in their presence drains us, causing confusion and dread of running into them. When we interact with them, they seem to draw the energy off of us as though sucking it out with a psychic straw. We quickly become depleted and can't find, can't quite put our finger on exactly why until we part from the person and regain our sense of balance and energy. Energy vampires are normally self-centered, but this does not mean they have a healthy energy level. They can be egomaniacal, believing they are better than those around them, or they can be people whose lives have bred them to rely on the positive energy of others to survive, whether they use the energy for positive or negative actions. On a global scale right now, there are energy vampires who are sucking the energy out of millions of people, or at least trying to do so. These are needy people who are unable to tap into their own physical, mental, and spiritual energies and recharge themselves. They need to be the center of attention at all times and will go to what, what are really desperate ends to maintain the level of energies that allow them to survive. The people they are drawing the energies from are often left bewildered as to the exact mechanism that is causing their discomfort, and it isn't until they separate their awareness from these people that they discover the source of their depletion. Engaging in positive, life-affirming activities independently or with others can help to offset the otherwise constant depletion that assails them. Engaging in group meditation or a yoga class, for example, can often help. On a more individual level, we can encounter people whose very presence near, near <clears throat> physical presence near to us causes discomfort. It is not that, we, that they are necessarily willfully thinking and acting on the impulse to use our energy for their purposes. 
They are instead existing from a place where ego overrides all other considerations. And it may not be inflated ego. It may indeed be a lack of a healthy ego. And they gain energy from drawing off of your healthy self-awareness. I have rarely found energy vampires that are aware they are acting on their deficiencies and causing discomfort or harm. They interact with us and their mere presence drains us. It is best to separate yourself from these people as quickly as you realize the situation. In another situation, you can walk into a building or a room and suddenly you feel overwhelmed by a feeling of exhaustion. And taking another step into that space feels like a weight is increasing on your shoulders and pressing you down. In this case, there are two options. If you do not need to be in this space, you can leave and you will feel better almost immediately. If you do need to be in this space, for example, work, you will need to develop mechanisms and engage tools that will help you cope during the time you need to be there. Carrying supportive crystals in your pocket, especially if you are aware of the situation on an ongoing basis, can offset these negative feelings. You can also ask for help from the realm of spirit. You can say a positive affirmation such as, I am protected and I am safe. Sometimes we enter a space where a lot of people are busily engaging in an activity. For example, a supermarket filled with shoppers preparing for a holiday meal. While one might suppose that preparing for a family feast would feel joyous, the frenzy involved in doing so can leak into the air and sap those whose sensitivities are irritated by these energies. For those especially sensitive, it is a good idea to avoid these crowded areas as much as possible. Other than walking away and regaining our core strength, how can we protect ourselves from energy vampires, either as far as place or people? Well, we can carry crystals. I hardly ever go out without a a clear quartz crystal. And I have, uh, let's see, I have a moss agate that I always carry, uh, which keeps the environment around me clear. Um, If you know that this is uh, a situation you're going to always be going into or or on a consistent basis, you can carry a little uh, bag or or vial of salt and uh, make sure or just put salt in your pocket. Just a few grains can protect yourself from these energies. Now, because we're really nice people, I hope everybody listening here is truly on a path of, of mystical niceness. How do we try to heal these people? Often it is a very difficult task, especially when the ego has crossed the line into narcissism. But for those who have not seemingly gone so far into that direction, it can be helpful to send healing energies to them when you are safely away from their close proximity. You can light a candle and send to yourself and then flow pink and green light around the person and then finish it off by sending them crystal white light. This activity may not fully heal this person, but it helps you by allowing you to act from a space of love and peace. And that will, all, all, that will also help to replenish any energy that remains missing from your interaction with the vampire. Remember that when you find yourself in an environment in which you are able to do so, you can always smudge the area, which will clear the negative energy and fill it with peace. Please listen to episode nine for guidance on how to smudge a space. The opposite of energy vampires are situations, places, and people that fill us with joy and peace. Their energy meets our energy and the synergy is 
absolutely amazing. Our spirits dance at such a meeting and the sharing of positive energy. When I give a reading or when I start a seance, I always start by stating that I will only receive messages in and of the white light and we can perhaps best start our days with that same phrase that you will only receive um, messages or energy or guidance in and of the white light. Now the exercise for this week is to start to notice when your energy through no action of your own starts to decrease, seems to dissipate with no apparent reason. This could happen in different environments in which you find yourself or when you come into proximity with different people. In order to balance this feeling, ask the realm of spirit for protection and countering positive energy in the form of crystal white light. You will immediately feel relief from the feeling of depletion. Always remember that this supportive and protective energy is always, always, always available to you. And you may want to practice drawing this to you on a regular basis. Next week, please join me for episode 14, when we will look at the idea of psychic readings, the practice of giving psychic readings. What are they? Um, how do we do these psychic readings? How you can receive a reading and what to expect as we continue our mystic journey. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mystic Musings. Please join me every week to continue our exploration of all things mystical that can help you have a more practical and magical life. Please visit my website, tobyhewitt.com, for more information and to read my blog postings. And join me also at pathwaystomindfulness.org to learn how you can schedule a presentation. I am available for mindfulness training, demonstrations of psychic abilities, and individual readings. I also have a number of books on mystical topics on Amazon.com. I look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions. Please contact me through tobyhewitt.com.